right, guys. Welcome back to the DT Podcast. Um, I'm very excited because I missed last week. I'm excited to be back. So I want to thank Thomas for kind of taking it for the team ne- uh, last week. I really appreciate it. You held down the fort and it went amazing. I, I In that pot. Wow. Yeah. I was just going to say. I, I, had, I didn't I know had, if you had anything to say. Well, I mean, you didn't really give me a chance. Yeah, just Go saying. Ahead. I I just want to say that I had two lovely guests, and that's what made it so easy. So, I mean, six does smell bad, so I don't know about lovely, but I didn't say lovely smelling. I just said they were lovely. Uh, well, they both smell terrible. <laughs> um, in that last podcast, we did um announce a giveaway, which was in correlation to project seven themselves because they are partnered or sponsored with um coffee grind or gamer grind sorry oh rip (laughs) well it is coffee (laughs) it is coffee yeah it is coffee but gamer grind um so we did choose a winner uh there was actually quite a bit of entries which is amazing honestly so thank you to everyone that liked and followed and shared and entered uh the winner was Bo goulet so, Bo, congratulations, my dude. Thank you for all the love and support, and I hope you enjoy that coffee. We will be messaging you and getting your address and all that information and sending you the tracking number once we have it. Um, so, yeah, hope you enjoy it. Let us know what flavors you want. and You better send us pictures. Take pictures when you receive it. Send it to us. I want to see it. Big facts. Um, so today, today we have a special guest. A special guest is all that's that's an understatement. He's, he's special, special in caps. Yeah, all caps. <laughs> I don't know whether to be offended or <laughs> honored for you saying that. I kind of meant it. No, I meant it both ways. <laughs> I'd have it no no other way. <laughs> Oh gosh. Oh my Lanta. Okay, so we do have a Wolfster or Clay on the podcast today. Clayster? Clay? Clayster, Clayster, yeah. Dude, yo, yo he boy. falls That's off the map. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jade on the podcast over here. I see how it be. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, what's up guys? Thank y'all so much for having me. I'm I'm happy to have you. Honestly, I've uh, I've been excited. You know, I can I can joke around with you. So you know, some oh, yeah. people are a little they're a little sensitive, which is okay. You know, that's fine. What you think I'm sensitive? <laughs> no, no you're absolutely sensitive. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. Okay, good. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a little you know a little harsh on you, just because you are. I, I expect nothing less. Okay. <laughs> if I feel like you're holding back, I swear we're gonna have some problems. Okay. So. <laughs> I mean what? Oh. What? Ooh. Hello. Kissing. Oh, oh wait. What? Oh. You guys are kissing? Uh, oh damn! Uh, uh, yo, huh? Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, mm. yeah. Y'all hear that? <laughs> what? Mom, please kiss me. <laughs> I'm just live with my mom. Mom, grab Very the nice. camera. <laughs> 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 All right, we're gonna do a little bit of an introduction for you, Mister Clayton. Oh boy. So, just kind of give the basics. Who are you? What do you do? What's your story? What's your sitch? Let us know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like I said, my name is Clayton, or my alter ego is Wolfster. Um, I am a washed YouTube creator, uh, streamer, gamer. Uh, I would say I, I, I was gonna say I'm all that, but honestly, I don't, I don't do that stuff as much as I used to. So I feel kind of bad. But let me tell you, when you get like a full time job and a life, you really don't have time to do anything anymore. <laughs> oh feel. yeah, for sure. But um, I started playing uh, video games when I was very young always loved them and i started my i like started a love for like media production in middle school and high school so naturally youtube was kind of like the perfect combination of the both playing video games making youtube videos and stuff like that started youtube in like 2008 with a really really crappy channel i'm really sad because i deleted it a couple years later because i started a new one i really wish i hadn't deleted it because they were i would have been a gold mine today to see some of my old youtube videos blessed yeah um found out about this thing called call of duty i don't even remember who the first like call of duty youtuber i watched was but um 
I met some friends playing Modern Warfare 2, got introduced to sniping, trickshotting, so naturally was pulled into that, became a hardcore FaZe fan for a couple years, still am to this day, and just, yeah, been in the, I, I, I hate calling it, saying it like this because it sounds weird, but like, I feel like, I'll just say it, I feel like I've been in the community for a while now, like I've been around, I've seen the ups and downs of everything in the gaming space, so like, I feel like an old man. I feel like the old guy who's like <laughs> looking back and he's like, oh man, back in my younger days, you know, you kids wouldn't even remember this or like, <laughs> it's just crazy how much like things have changed and like how long I've been around doing this kind of stuff. Met so many like friends and awesome people. I mean, obviously it does and Thomas. So it's just cool. I mean, just being around this long. That was a really long backstory or like bio, but there you go. Hear no, that? that's perfect. <clears throat> Hear that listeners? Keep listening to the fucking podcast, all right? He says we're awesome yeah. people. Don't leave. A hundred percent. Vouch. A hundred Just take his word for it. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't be here today if these guys weren't awesome people. I'm just throwing that out there. Aww. I'm not That's when you're supposed that. to cue the aww in the background. <laughs> you got the <laughs> yeah. Oh, That's God. awesome. So, um, question. How old are you? I am 25 years old. Oh, Again, feels like grandpa. Feel, oh feels like God. I'm 80, though. Oh <laughs> I literally my... just turned 25 last Monday. Jeez, well, happy belated. What the heck? Yeah, hey, yeah I'm, I'm an old man. Literally. It's so funny because, like, you see, like, some YouTubers have done, like, you know, the polls and stuff where they're like, ah, I'm just curious. How old is my, uh, like, is my audience? And they put, like, the answers in the, you know, the poll. And then, like, I click mine. And it's usually, like, it just says 25 plus there's not even an option for 25 <laughs> it's just 20 plus <laughs> and i click that it's like the lowest selected one and like 15 and 16 is the highest selected one i'm like oh man i'm officially old <laughs> that's so crazy oh it, my it god just settles in like oh no <laughs> just one of, one of the cool kids who so just choose 15 and 16 Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, mentally I'm 15. I'm just stuck in a 25-year-old body. <laughs> See, I'm opposite. I'm like 22 and I feel like I'm 45. Like it's just I'm a grandma. I Ooh, feel like a grandma. You're at, you're, you raise a very good point though. I I feel like it's it depends on the day. Some days yeah. I'm an 80-year-old trapped in a 25-year-old's body and then <laughs> other days 15-year-old trapped in a 25-year-old's body. That's hilarious. So question kind of mm-hmm. off, but what was the first game you played that you can remember? Ooh, back in the day, you know the olden days. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, that's a tough one. I grew up on like PlayStation One and stuff like that. I didn't switch to Xbox until like the 360 days, because I mean, at that point, who didn't have a 360? Oh, yeah. It was just so dang popular. <laughs> but um, I remember like I don't remember the first game I played, but I can tell you like. My most clear gaming memory was the day my dad brought home a PlayStation 2 when they came out. And I was just, like, absolutely mind-blown by the graphics. Like, I thought it was the most, like, revolutionary thing I'd ever seen. And, like, this was back in, like, okay, for you kids who don't know, PlayStation 2s don't have hard drives. They have these things called memory cards, where if you wanted to save a game... You had to save your game on a memory card. And if you didn't have a memory card, you would do this beautiful thing where you leave your PlayStation 2 on yeah. until you wanted to play again because you you can't shut down the game or you lose your progress. Yes. <laughs> Tough. It was it was the life then, let me tell you. But yeah, I remember when he brought home the PlayStation 2 and one of the first games I got he had on it was ATV Offered Fury. And I just I was just mind blown by the graphics. I thought it was revolutionary. It was so cool. Did you play OG Spyro on PlayStation? Yes, 1? dude. I loved the Spyro games. I still to this day I bought the remaster and I played through it. And I played through it like once a month. Like yeah. they were my favorite games, dude. I didn't play when I grew up. I played like I had like one of the. Okay, here's another thing. Kids are probably not gonna remember. They had. Uh, these things called demo disc. Do you do you remember what these were? Yeah, They're yeah, like yeah. Little demo disc with yeah. like a bunch of games, like a like maybe the first level or something like that of a oh, game. Oh yeah, and, you and play oh through like God. the first one, and then it have like a promo, like hey, buy this game. Yeah. Um, one of the demo discs we had had sp- the original Spyro on it, Spyro the Dragon. Yeah. So I only played like the first level of that original one. Didn't play two, Ripto's Rage, even even though I've heard, I mean I've played it now, but I'd heard so many people say that one was so good. 
but I, I did have Year of the Dragon, and I played through Year of the Dragon so many times as a kid. I absolutely loved that game. I'm going to say... So when the, oh, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. I had all three, and I will say Year of the Dragon was my favorite. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's so good. I mean, games nowadays are awesome, the graphics and stuff, but like this... The, just the the playability and the nostalgia from that game and games like that, like it just hits absolutely different, and it, oh, they're yeah. just so much fun. They were great. I miss. They really stuff. don't make games like they used to. They really don't. Honestly, going back and like looking at like old PlayStation One games, honestly, PlayStation Two and the original Xbox, I feel like we're such so ahead of their time, right? Like I feel like oh, consoles 100%. now are like behind kind of because like you see a pc and you're like damn like you know 3090 could do 8k at 60 fps what the fuck can this xbox do like what is this yeah <laughs> right but like the og like original xbox honestly for when it came out had great graphics yeah it's kind of it's interesting like how the climate changed i mean pc gaming's always been around but like yeah I, to your point i think that's 100 percent correct like if you saw like Xbox and PlayStation gameplay, like that was kind of the standard of video games. You're like, wow, these graphics are incredible. This is so sick. And then like nowadays, I mean, obviously they're still impressive, but like you look at like a game on PC and you're like, oh wow, that's that's so much better than console. And I'm not trying to start with the whole console. It's just it's just straight up facts. You can cram more power into a PC. But yeah. I, the thing I love about you know the console to the point, you know, it's it's so consumer friendly. You know, someone who doesn't want to build a crazy, ridiculous gaming PC, but also wants to play games that look really good and afford it, bam, they can go buy a PlayStation or an Xbox and it's it's ready to go, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it's crazy. It is really cool how things have changed. It's like a big 180 flip. Oh, yeah, totally. I will say, it's funny, We I started on the PlayStation 1, I don't remember how we got it. I guess my, I think my dad got it from a friend. But after, like, this is after we had a PlayStation 1. He brought home an Atari, like the original Atari console. <laughs> yeah. And oh we played God. that for a little while, too, just because um, he was showing us, like, this was his quote-unquote game, the type of console he grew up on. Yeah. And it, it was so interesting just to see, like, you know, have, having to blow in the cartridge to get it to work and something <laughs> like, turn it on, like turn it on and off a couple times to get it to load. Yes. Like, oh, man. It was crazy. And, like, we had to buy, like, this special adapter just to get it to even hook into the TV. <laughs> It was it was wild, but it was really cool. I feel like it was always an urban myth that blowing in the cartridge did something. I still did it, but I feel like it was an urban myth. <laughs> no, yeah. it definitely worked. It definitely worked. <laughs> they can tell you like, oh, it, it's like that. I saw the there's a tweet from Xbox the other day, and they're like spamming the A button while the game is loading doesn't do anything. I, <laughs> yeah. I refuse to believe that it does. A hundred percent does. Blowing in the cartridge helps the game work, and spamming the A button makes the game load faster. It's just oh, it's just facts. Sure. Definitely. <laughs> oh my god yeah it's crazy how everything's changed so much like i feel like everything's just more convenient now it's so easy like compared to that back then mm -hmm. like all the technology is just crazier have you seen there's a, a tweet about this in the video so this girl had the new xbox uh series x or whatever and she posted a video where she like started playing a game and the it has i forget what it's called like xbox has a name for it but she pauses the game turns off the console and leaves it unplugged for 24 hours so like typically like if you're like on a computer or something if you save something it's like stored in like your cache or ram or something like that you know if it's not powered off you can typically just turn it back on and recover it and you're right off where you left off but she unplugged the xbox for 24 hours plugged it back in turned it on and i mean like in no like literally the second she turned it back on and hit the the app it was exactly where she left off, like no loading time or anything, like I perfectly where she left off. I like that what? is unreal. That is so cool. Yeah, that's crazy. I forget what they call it, but I did see that on a video of like a reviewer, mm -hmm. and it's. I think it's like it's almost like they pre-stored it in the RAM, basically. Like it, it I don't know my mind the how they did it. About it. Yeah, I have no crazy. idea how it works. That's some voodoo so shit, cool. yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Like, I feel like I have a decent understanding of technology, but I'm to the point where they're just coming up with such cool, like, tech and stuff like that, where I'm just like, I just accept it's magic at this point. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. 100%. That's so crazy. What the heck? Um, I actually did have a question. I was curious. So you've been, like, your name has been, like, Wolfster. That's been your alias for quite some time. I feel like 
the entirety of like how long I've known you, it's always been that. Do you like it? Was there a particular reason or like something that made you choose that? Like, what's the backstory on your alias? Yeah, so it's actually kind of funny because I've gone through like 50 million aliases when it comes to like gaming. And, like, everyone, you know, they have like the, their first ever username or you know, gamer tag. Usually, they're typically not that proud of, right? Yeah, and so like. My like original username that like I first started out with was just Blue Dude CC, and I'm I'm about to say an ancient, I'm I'm about to say an ancient statement, so bear with me. It was from I came up with that when we played Club Penguin. Uh, oh and can we get some vouchers go. in the chat, please? Oh my <laughs> Let's God. go! But I remember we we signed up for the website because our neighbors uh, when I was like in elementary school, our neighbors told us about it, and then they're like, "You got to make like a username." They're like explaining it, and I'm like, "I don't know what to do because I don't want to put my name." And they're like, "Well." what's your favorite color? I was like, uh, blue. And they're like, oh, well, what about blue dude CC? Cause it's my initials. And I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> so I just stuck with me ever since. Um, oh but God. so obviously, and then like I, when I started like sniping and um, getting into like the clan scene of like the Call <laughs> of Duty uh, scene, when I started playing Modern Warfare, um, I came up with, I don't even remember what it was. It was, oh, it was, I, I don't know what prompted this, but it, it was such a dumb name. But it was like voidless rage. Sounds like like a teenager <laughs> going through like a depression stage oh in like middle school. But um, I met some like like I said, I met some guys and we started a clan. And this was like you know, this is when trick shotting was like really popular on Modern Warfare Two. So um, we started a clan and then my first name, our clan was named XII. So like my first name was XI Voidless, and then. Uh, we rebranded the clan into Nice, and I didn't like Voidless anymore because they kept giving me a hard time about it. I was like, okay, I got to change it. So I became Nice Energy after that. And then there was a pay, um a span where I went through, my name was like Sync. Like that was the username, like Sync. Sync? Yeah, like S-Y-N-C. Okay. Like you're syncing something. I thought you and then like Kitchen Sync. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no. and then after that sync was my last username before i like started wolfster and at that point i was like okay i'm kind of done with the the clan unless it's like an official team like something big like phase or sword like i'm gonna kind of i'm gonna establish my own brand that's something i'm gonna actually work really hard on and like kind of you know go for so before i came up with wolfster i was like i knew that was my plan i wanted to come up with like a brand that i could really focus on and i was like what could be the name like I, I i sat for like a couple days i was like i honestly have no idea what it could be and so i started like going through the process like just creatively thinking like what could i do what could i do and i was like okay animals animals what animals do i like huh i like wolves because they're like i feel like a wolf's my spirit animal you know they're like the alpha leader kind of they, they lead the pack kind of thing but they're always like the last one like I think if I remember correctly, like I had read that like Wolf's like the leader of the pack, like he'll lead his pack, but he leads from behind to protect them. There's like different like men or like things about Wolf's that really interest me. So I was like, okay, Wolf. Okay, we're going to go with Wolf. I don't just want to be Wolf. That's weird. How can I like kind of put a twist on it to make it my own? So I was like, okay. I don't even know how I came up with Wolfster. <laughs> if I'm being straight up honest, I was like, Wolfster. I can't. I just stuck, came to me when I was like, okay, let's go with that. And so like originally it was. <laughs> Wolfster with two R's, but it was taken. The name was taken on Xbox or somewhere. Like when I was trying to like make all my accounts and everything, like Twitter, uh, YouTube and stuff like that. Wolfster with two R's was taken. I was like, okay, who the heck has this? So I just kept adding R's. So we got to the point where it's just Wolfster with three R's. And, that was just, and that's so funny because that's a joke to, to this day. People will be like, oh, it's Wolfster with three R's. Oh but yeah, God. that's just kind of the backstory of how it came out. It's just stuck ever since. Um, Yeah. And I, I still to this day I like I've wanted I still believe the wolf was a good choice because I really like the animal the wolf and I feel like that's kind of been my like not to get too sappy but I feel like that's really kind of been like my spiritual animal you know just trying to be like a leader um to my friends and stuff like that that's awesome yeah Can I ever now oh go for it can you bring black black <laughs> bring back blue dude cc <laughs> dude imagine just I upload a video, first time in months, to Wolfster's YouTube channel. Just to be like, all right, guys, hey, it's your boy Wolfster. But today, mm -hmm. uh, I have a breaking announcement. I am no longer Wolfster. My name is Blue Dude CC. Yeah. I appreciate your you. thoughts and prayers as we transition this time. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. 
Yeah. Uh, now, do you feel like you would ever change it kind of down the road? Or are you just really like, you're just vibing with Wolfster? Oh, I'm definitely vibing with the name now. And I feel like it's gotten to the point, like, I really enjoy, I think I found a lot of fun in like branding and like making new stuff. Like for me, it was really cool to create a brand from the ground up. And I've done that with a couple things. Like I tried to start my own gaming team, uh, Fury Gaming for a while. And I had fun like designing a logo for it, kind of building the structure for it. And I, like I had a good enjoyment out of that, but at the same time, once the start of it is fun building it is hard it is very hard i mean like anyone can attest this if you go and start a youtube channel you know starting out sucks but once you kind of get steady that's when it starts to get really fun you know so i've gotten to the point where i think i've established this brand really well and i like my name so i don't i don't ever foresee myself changing the name i could foresee myself changing like my logo i'm not a huge fan of the logo and it was pretty generic when i first created it and I've tried to mess around with rebranding the logo a couple times. There was one I did a couple years ago. wasn't a huge fan of it, but it was unique. So I eventually went back to the original logo. But I, I definitely I'll keep the name, but I could see myself changing the logo at some point in the future. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. That's cool, though. Would you Especially... ever get... Oh, oh God. <laughs> no, so would you ever get, like, a tattoo or anything in, like, in relation to that? Yeah, ooh, that's interesting you asked that. I was going to mention this a second ago, but it brushed off my mind. So I would I would never, you never get tattoos of logos. Never, ever, ever get tattoos of logos. Because logos change. Like I said, you could rebrand yeah. and logos and stuff could change. I have a, very seriously thrown a, around the idea of getting a tattoo of a wolf. Now, it'd be like a realistic wolf. And I, I'd put it like on my back shoulder blade and make it big, like across the back. <laughs> my grandparents would probably have a heart attack, but it's fine. <laughs> But yeah, I've thrown that around quite a bit. I just haven't nailed down like a design that I really like. You know, like I'm going to put something permanent on there. I want it to be something I'm really proud of and I really like. So I'll probably do my friend who I live with. She, um, she got a whole sleeve tattoo done, but she actually went and found an, a tattoo artist who's like literally an artist. And they they drew up and he drew up the designs himself. So it's like a literal creation from scratch kind of thing. Yeah, it was, it was very expensive, but I think the results like absolutely speak for themselves. So I think if I was to do that, I'd do something like that. Go talk with an actual artist and get like an actual drawing kind of laid out so I can tell them like, this is what I want and this is what I'm looking for. And then kind of work with them hand in hand. But definitely down the road. I feel like going to a, an artist is always more worth your money. Like you can like you can find a you know, good tattoo artist and stuff like that but it never unless you know their work i feel like it never turns out the way some people want unless it's a real artist and you can explain like hey i want this change and then they like make everything work with it kind of thing yeah yeah and that was kind of the deal with um my friend morgan when she got hers like the guy who she met with before she even like told him her idea like she wanted just to get to know him get in get to know like his create creative mind and like after seeing they see you know similarly that was hard to say um <laughs> creatively that was really kind of what cemented like oh this is who i want for her this is who i want to do my tattoo and that that would be the exact same thing for me like got to share the vision you know absolutely oh yeah for sure so obviously for anyone who doesn't know who Eric is, Eric is Face Jinx. Um, My boy. I met <laughs> you, pretty sure me and you met in his chat. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, who knows how long ago. <laughs> the at this days. Point, like, <laughs> oh my God, at this point, it's so long ago. Um, give, a little, give a little backstory about his community. Tell us about his community, how you see it um obviously we've both been we've all three been in it for ever at this point yeah 80 years <laughs> literally no I, I was looking this looking at this the other day because my sub um for him on twitch is about to renew and the fact that i've been on a 64 month sub streak with him yeah. like that absolutely blows my mind like what is that 64 divided by 12 shoot i gotta do quick maths 64 divided by 12 what is it like almost 5.3 almost five years sub to him and there was a point where i had to unsub because i was financially unable to because i was in college at the time mm -hmm. but like five years subscribed to him like i literally feel like i've known him forever and it's it's really crazy 
but the backstory of how I found found him was um this was when streaming really was starting to kind of become a thing. It was really starting to take off. And uh MLG.tv was the go-to streaming oh site my for God. like for like name brands. So like FaZe and other well-known streamers. That was the place for like established teams and stuff like that. And obviously Jinx streamed on there. And again, this was during the height of Modern Warfare 2 trick shotting, and he was in phase. So like for me, that was like, oh gosh, I'd love to be able to chat and talk and watch like a really good trick shot or like a guy who's in phase live maybe i can see how he does it i can get good kind of thing and i still remember like the first time i tuned in stream just seeing him t- like reading the chat and interacting with people i was like holy cow you could actually talk to him like oh like for me that was like that's so cool yeah and then i remember the first time i, I subscribed to him on mlg.tv and like they used to do like the sub hype and they'd spam in the chat like sub hype, sub hype, welcome, mm-hmm. Wolfster, welcome. And he said, like, oh, yo, Wolfster, thank you so much for the subscription, bro. I appreciate it. And I'm just like, this is the best day of my life. This is so cool. One of my idols is talking to me. This is so cool. So for like as a little kid, I was geeking out. I thought yeah. it was the coolest thing ever. And just because of like just seeing that community and that interaction, I was like, I'm gonna watch him some more and just kept coming back, kept watching him. And it literally just turned into a, like he start he really recognized me. Obviously, I came back every like every time I could. So it kind of uh, this is gonna. I don't want to like weird him out with this, but it literally felt like it was like it was developing a friendship. You know, it was really cool getting to know him. And then the first time I got to play with him, I freaked out. I still have a picture of it, like the, when I was in the lobby <laughs> of Modern Warfare Two with him, like the first time I played, and I freaked out. Like it started with just you know it went from you know talking in chat to playing with him, talking to him on Discord and stuff like that. And then, you know, to the point where, like, he's messaging me, asking tech questions. He's And then he'd be like, hey, do you want to do edits for me? Like, it literally just progressed over time, like, just building into a friendship. And I was like, this guy's, I'm really, like, I love Rick. He's an awesome guy. Like, he's, he's dedicated because he's been doing this for so long. And, like, he interacts with his viewers consistently. It's not like you get big, you blow off your your chatters and your viewers. Like, he, he doesn't matter how many viewers or whatever he has. He's always talking to everybody. And that's why that's hard to find, you know, from uh, with big streamers. I mean, obviously, there are some good streamers out there who interact with their chat. But to find someone like that at the time was pretty unheard of. And it really kind of spoke out to me and uh, stood out to me, I should say. But it's awesome. You know, ever since then, I try to, like, help Rick as much as I can because, like, I think he's an awesome guy. And I'd love to see, like, him just continue to succeed. Just it's just kind of a testament for him being such a good friend and a good person his chat and myself personally i'm choking up right there <laughs> getting all emotional get all emotional <laughs> oh, Rick. and like i mean you guys are a testament to it like i've met some of my best friends on online from his stream i mean yeah. like back in the day like one of the first couple people i met was pygmy or joshua i mean me and josh text like almost every other day like i love that man i would take a bullet for that man he like i consider him a brother and yeah. we met because of jinx's stream uh, we don't really talk to Drizzy or Eduardo anymore, but again, oh. like he's still one of my best friends. I'd take a bullet for him in a heartbeat too. There's so Such many nice people kid. from that community that have just like actual friendships that have formed because of you know just a streamer, it, and so it's so sick. So it's so cool. He's such a goofball too, though, which is like, oh, yeah. <laughs> we gotta love Rick. I love him to death too, but he he is so untech savvy. It's so oh funny. There's so many times where he's like working or tr- fixing his computer or something like that, and we'll get like a private Discord call, and we're trying to explain stuff to him. And I'm like, Rick, that no, not that, that that over, the, no, no, not that. And just, I'm like, I love you, dude, but come on, buddy, yeah. come on. There was so many times. So before Discord had like share your screen, when I was in college, I remember the one time where. Uh, Who's having hard drive hard drive problems? This dude messages me. He texts me at like ten thirty. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm having issues with my PC. Can you get in a Discord call? It's like, yeah, absolutely. I have yeah. never. I think my grandma's more tech savvy than him. <laughs> <laughs> I the shade, up, but the truth. <laughs> going through every little thing until about. Probably six o'clock in the morning with him. Yeah. And I had class at seven. So yeah. from ten thirty to six, trying to explain to him how to code and figure out what was wrong. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god. I thought I was gonna have an like an aneurysm or something by the end of it. 
Rick, oh if you're God. listening, I'm sorry. We love you, bro. I love you, Rick. <laughs> Holy shit. The next day at like 10, he's like, hey, you're going to be able to help me later? Help me put in this hard drive? I'm like, <laughs> I can try my best. <laughs> like, definitely. It's, fun. it's funny you mentioned that because I was like... I was cleaning up my iPhone the other day, going through like my pictures, and I found like a picture, a screenshot of a tweet, and like this kind of the, for me, like he, and I'm gonna get sappy again. He might not think anything of this, but for me, this just kind of speaks to just kind of how cool like building a community is. But um, it was last year, a year or two ago, I tweeted like a picture at my work. I was uh, playing music in our uh, like auditorium, and uh, I. I was playing the music so loud. We had like sound dampening, like giant panels that are supposed to keep the sound from echoing in the room. And this giant panel fell down because I was playing the music so loud. Mm -hmm. And I tweeted a picture. I just said like, oh man, I was blasting music so loud. Um, One of our panels fell. My boss is going to kill me or something like that. And like not even tagged it, never mentioned him or anything, but he just replies, dumbass. <laughs> like just, just the un, like, like typically, you know, like a lot of, if you want to talk to like someone who's like known or famous, you know, you got to at them like, Oh, like, at, I don't know. Uh, who's, who's a, I can't think of at, I can't even think of an actor right now. At, I, at you Tim know, I'm the talking about at Tim, at Tim the man and no knock against him. It's just the first example that comes yeah. to mind. Like, what's up, dude. You got, you got, you got Adam to talk to him, but like to have someone like this, like where I'd consider him a pretty well-known dude, he's a phase member and just unwarranted will talk to you and interact with you on Twitter you know like that's cool awesome guy. and it, it, it's so cool yeah, I, miss, I love rick rick's a great guy i miss b b oh man prizzy miss b <sighs> prizzy dizzy talk to that man every single day oh i will say it is the weirdest thing like when you like not so much with rick. it didn't really happen with rick but i'll give you one example like when you you're fanboying over someone and then you get to meet them and actually talk to them down the road and you're like grown and mature. The thing that the perfect example that happened with me with that was phase twist. Phase twist was my absolute favorite trick shotter all in modern warfare two. And like I fan fanboyed over this man so hard. Like I, I geeked out. I, there were a couple of times when I was a kid and I got paired in games against him and I like lost my mind. Thought it was so cool. And then like a couple years or like a year or two ago when the whole like shake community was starting to get really bad, big when they were using shake mod on MW2, I got in the game. I don't even remember who it was. I think it was one of sore guys, sore uh, Ke Keegan, Lynn, sore Lynn. And uh, they're like, hang on, we're going to get some more guys. And he invited twist and twist joined. And I'm just sitting here dead silent because I'm like, I fanboyed over this guy. <laughs> so hard when i was a kid and now i'm just sitting in the lobby with him and he's just talking like normal i'm like what's up twist he's like hey what's up man this is so cool <laughs> yeah. you have to mute because you don't want to like you're like ah. exactly i like i don't want to act like a like an idiot but like at the same time this is so cool and i'm losing my mind over this and people can say like oh that's so cringe that's so cheesy like come on everyone has a moment like that where you're like I, I fanboyed over someone, and the first time you get to meet them, you lose your mind. You don't know how to act. You think it's the coolest thing ever. Oh, my God. When I met Norden, I cried, bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is still my... I'm so jealous of you to this day of how close you were with Norden, man. Oh, I miss Nordo, man. I hope he's doing well. I make... Like, with Mossy, I'm, like, stuttering all over the place. Call me a dap. Anyway, uh, Mossy... <laughs> uh, when Mossy lived in New York, and he'd go see... Uh, you know the phase guys at their house made me so jealous dude i'm like just seeing them go to like outside of youtube just seeing them just meet normal people it's really cool it's, yeah it, was it really is and that, and that that's always the hardest thing you know kind of seeing as someone you're used to seeing in like an environment of entertainment or like social media seeing them in a normal environment you're like oh you're just normal people just like me <laughs> yeah. it's so cool yeah. at the same time. yep oh, that was crazy. me that was me at uh, MLG Atlanta when we went to MLG Atlanta in 2017, walking around and just seeing so many people I follow on Twitter, like known <laughs> people just <laughs> walking around everywhere. And I'm like, oh, there's Clayster. <gasps> there's Formal. Oh, there's Hector. Oh, there's uh, Tatch. Oh, I'm so <laughs> jealous. It was, it's surreal. It is it's honestly surreal. It's but crazy. It is, it's very, really cool experience. I definitely say if anyone has a chance to go to any type of event like that, you gotta go. It's so much fun. After COVID. 
I mean, you know, we were, all, we were all gonna go this year, but uh, you know, I, I I have to keep reminding myself that we're in the midst of a pandemic. I <laughs> yes, I hate it. It sucks. It's the worst. Yeah, but something to help with COVID. You know, what's your opinion on Cold War? You know, Cold War. Oh, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I had to mentally prepare myself for that. Wait, are you still like? playing video games kind of like on the daily still oh, yeah buying oh, yeah. new pods and stuff i definitely still like just because i don't upload and stream as much i i still very much play video games i just don't have the time to play and then edit or stream yeah. because it, it take it despite what people think it takes a lot to like plan you know for a stream or to edit a youtube video you know mm-hmm. but yeah i am still playing video games excuse me i played i played through modern warfare i played a lot of modern warfare and I complained a lot about Modern yeah. Warfare. I'm very, I'm very critical of Call of Duty. <laughs> I will admit that. It's because I have such high standards. We were talking about this the other day with some friends. I think the people who have been around Call of Duty for the longest time are going to be way more critical of the game because they've been so heavily involved with the game. So and not to sound like, what's the word? Selfish, but they're going to feel more entitled to like, you know, because they're the core that like kind of built up the game, you know? Just- so... Oh, what are you gonna say? I don't understand how. What what cod are we on? Like number? What is it? Seventeen? Oh, I don't even know. So many. I think we're at like so seventeen. Many. How the hell haven't you got it right yet? It yeah. it's got to be like a formula at this point, right? Like just... it's it's so interesting, and we talk about this all the time. Me and my friends always debate about this. I I just don't. Your point. I just don't know what it is that like. You see year after year what game with each game what did well and what people don't like. So why is it so hard? You've had so many opportunities to like get rid of things people don't like and then obviously they've added new things that people like. How have you not gotten like the perfect game? And I I mean I'm going to I'm going to say that with a grain of salt cuz you're never going to please everybody. I mean you're not going to please everyone. Yeah. But it just feels like year after year there's something there's a big issue with each game underlying each game that causes it just not to reach its greatest potential. You know, I'm going to be honest. Modern warfare. uh, It's one of my hated, like most hated games. I'm going to be honest. I'm so on the fence about it. Cause like the core of the game is fantastic. Oh, like the, like Warzone. I will admit Warzone is fantastic. The battle pass system is great guns the the way they sound and they look are awesome i mean the movement feels great i mean the campaign was fantastic oh my goodness but then i feel like it's almost like it's a corporate thing there's so many different like corporate decisions or developer decisions that they're so like strong headed about that kind of just kill the game i'm not even i'm not going to argue skill-based matchmaking that's a that's a whole nother conversation oh my god (laughs) but like you know with modern warfare it's all there, and then right as the game launches, and Fandy Ward's like, you know what? Let's mess up the mini map. I think that's a great idea. It's like <laughs> decisions like that you're, that just make you go like, what are you doing? Like you have everything there to like make a fantastic game, and then you just make these like boneheaded decisions that people clearly don't like, and then they're so stubborn to either go back on it or fix it. You know, like if it's not broken. Don't don't change it, like uh, Cold War for example. Well, yeah. Why you gotta make it so that instead of kill streaks, these things add up. Uh, little Billy in the back of the corner of the map, who gets killed <laughs> forty five. If this kid dies forty five times and gets ten kills, you're telling me he's gonna get an attack helicopter? Would it? Why? Well, from the Why? way I've understand it, okay, I gotta preface by saying I've only played a couple games. I did download the beta. I don't I haven't pre-ordered the game, so I can only play the open beta. I played a couple games, and I'll be honest, the game's not bad. Like the core of the game is not bad. I mean, obviously it's a beta, so I'm taking it with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. I don't see myself being able to be interested in this game for a full year, so that's why I'm probably not gonna get it. And I don't think it's because the game's like necessarily bad. I just don't think it will hold my attention. Now, like with the score streak thing, I'll say I think it's interesting because the games I played, there was never score streak spam. I I honestly think they kind of got it. They did it well, like the what they were going for with the uh, score streak and not having it be kills. I think they did it well, 
I think people just don't like it. Like, I will admit that they did it well, but it's just I I don't prefer it. I'd much rather see just kill streaks, just like straight up kill streaks. You know, I I can't tell you how many times I've died I've died to an artillery. Oh my gosh! <laughs> fired up. It's just. It's crazy because it comes to a point where everybody's just loading streaks on streaks on streaks, and it's like, hey, can we just play, like, the base of the game? Like, why yeah. is there so many streaks going off? Yeah. But, I don't know. Yeah. I, I played, like I said, I played, like, a couple games, and it felt good. Like, gunplay felt pretty decent. I wasn't a huge fan of the movement, especially, like, with Mantling. Mantling felt really clunky, like, trying to get over walls and through windows and stuff. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, I would also argue sometimes it felt too fast in Modern Warfare. Like, if someone mantled over a window or a wall, it was hard to hit them because they were going so fast, you know? Yeah. It's so hard to find that balance of it being fluid, but not OP to the point where you could just start, you know, using movement to absolutely avoid getting shot. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, the whole sliding thing. Like, I, th <laughs> I think sliding... I, I don't mind sliding in Call of Duty, but... If it's to the point where it's just being spanned consistently, you know? Slide canceling. <laughs> yeah, slide canceling. BO3 G slide? Oh my oh, god. Oh, dude. I, I'm still mad to this day they passed <laughs> It was so much fun. It really was. Oh my god. Um, I will say, I'm glad they patched, or I don't want to say patched, the way they handled drop shotting in Cold War. I think that's yeah. really interesting. Mm -hmm. I think that was a good change. Because drop shotting is, it's OP. I don't, I don't like it. And... Even though I, I used it in Modern Warfare. <laughs> but I, I like the way they handled it in Cold War. Because you can still you can still technically drop shot. You just can't scope in and your aim goes all over the place. Yeah. So, so as of right now, you're leaning towards not getting it, you would say? Yeah. And again, it's not because like I'm over here like just on the hate train of, oh, it's terrible. Like, I don't like it. Or, well... I'm not a huge fan of it, but that's only because of personal preference, not because it's a bad game, if that makes sense. Yeah, no. Like, I still think, from what I played, it was fun, decent, but like I said, I don't think it's enough to hold me for a, a whole year. Granted, that's probably going to change. I'm going to eat these these words. It happens every year, right? And my friends make fun <laughs> of me for this. They're like, you complain and say you're not going to buy it, and then a month in, you've already bought it, and you're already sold into the game. I'm gonna so we'll see. We'll, we'll see. But as of right now, I'm kind of on the fence. Probably won't do it. Okay. Um. So would you say up until this point, though, like you're still like playing video games normally? Like you said, like, obviously not hefty because of like school and work and whatever. But you still kind of you still like gaming. Like, do you snipe? Do you mm -hmm. trick shot still? Like, what's your go to? Well, I've definitely I've 100% trans like transitioned from console to PC. Um, so, like, when I first started playing Call of Duty, it was all on Xbox 360 and then Xbox One. But I'm to the point where, because our whole friend group, we all have gaming computers, so we've all pretty much trans uh, transferred over to gaming PCs and just playing on keyboard and mouse. Mm -hmm. So, it's interesting. If you, you throw me a controller on COD, and it's awful. I can't play. <laughs> My game is all over the place. I have to completely relearn how to play. That's but crazy. I would say I've gotten really good on, on keyboard and mouse. To the point where we kind of, me and my friends, we're kind of like pub stompers at this point. Like, we love to go to super try hard. Um, but I, I do snipe. And I sniped on um, the beta a little bit. And it was really fun. The sniping is really fun. Mm -hmm. But um, it doesn't bring back the same nostalgia that, like, you know, sniping did on, like, some of the original games. And I guess it's just because I'm not on controller anymore. There's just something so satisfying about, you know, trick shotting and uh, quick scoping on a controller. I mean, it's just not the same on a computer, but definitely still playing, you know, nowadays. Um, very much just the typical casual player. I mean, I've every now and then play with some friends and snipe, but for the most part, just kind of casually, you know. Okay. Is I feel it? like I'm. Oh, go ahead. Were you asking a question? No, go ahead. I'll ask after. I, I, I was just gonna say I. I feel like I'm kind of in a rut though. Like like I said with Modern Warfare, it's like a love hate relationship. Like some days I'll have a lot of fun, and then other days I'm like I literally want to off myself because this game is so frustrating. <laughs> but um, Retweet. in terms of like video games. I feel like I'm kind of in a rut. Like, I've, I've, I have, like, two opposites. Well, not even two. Like, so many different spectrums of video games I enjoy. Like, one day I want to play a first-person shooter, and then another day I might want to play, like, a really strategic and strategy game. Like, uh, I don't know. This is going to sound dumb. Like, Sim City or something like that, where it's, like, a thought-out and methodical game. 
And then another day, I'm like, I just want to chill, and I might play a game like Steep. Um, if you ever heard of it, it's a open world uh, snowboarding game, so you can like explore a mountain and snowboard. Um, oh. It just kind of so like my spectrum of like video games is like all over the place. But right now, there's really no game I can feel like I can just like absolutely that I want to absolutely like grind through. And it kind of stinks because like the original Call of Duty is like every time a Call of Duty would come out. You know, it was all about that grind of that game. And you feel like you could grind all the way into summer. Because the game, you know, game would launch November, October. And you feel like you could grind all the way till summer without losing interest in the game. But then by about summer, you know, you're ready for the next one. It just doesn't feel that way anymore. And it kind of stinks. Like, it feels like it's just cycles of games quickly coming and going. Like, you know, Fall Guys came really popular. We played that for a while. And it, um, it was really fun really popular but now i feel like it's fallen for at least for me and my friend group it's fallen off really quickly mm-hmm. among us you know it's it's still popular but i feel like it's already starting to kind of tamper off so i feel like it's just cycles of finding a game playing it for like maybe a month or so maybe a little bit longer depending on how fun it is excuse me and then another game comes along and i think that's just the current climate of how many games are coming out you know in our culture like yeah. so many different game developers and so many cool games are coming out but I, I do miss the grind of like having one game. You feel like you can just absolutely get on and grind, you know? Now, do you think there's any games upcoming that you have your eye on like cyberpunk or anything like that? You cyberpunk definitely interests me. That looks super cool. So I'm, I'm going to probably definitely cop that and I'll play through that. But other than that, I'm trying to think. I don't think so. Like I said, I have such a weird <laughs> spectrum of video games, so Absolutely. who knows? Like something might stick out to me, and I might might grab it, but I don't know. I feel like every time I've oh gosh, I feel like every time I've gotten onto a video game, um, these past couple months, it's because my friends are like, "Hey, I found this dumb game. We need to try." Yeah. Like we're playing Phasmophobia a lot right now. That game's so much fun, the ghost hunting game. Yeah, and it's probably again it's probably because like you know games become popular because of streamers i mean look at among us among us became popular because streamers played it yeah so exactly that's just a cycle but other than cyberpunk i don't know i'm not sure what else is coming out i need to go like freshen up on what's supposed to come out other than that i feel like a lot of people really are going to older games yeah older games that didn't pop off before are starting to pop off now mm-hmm a lot of people are going back to like BO2, like plutonium, IW4X for trick shotting. Yeah, it's like those those things are really cool because it's it's literally the nostalgia, but also putting the modern twist on it and fixing things that kind of irked us or like people didn't like. And then you know even with like you know plutonium and IW4X, you can make it exactly how you want. You if you want a trick shotting server, bam, you can go join a trick shotting server. If you want a pub stomping server, I'm sure there's plenty of pub stomping servers on uh, plutonium and stuff like that this is cool like stuff like that where you can really just kind of customize it exactly how you want it yeah exactly i think uh i think we need more of that to be honest we need more games that you can customize a little bit more to what you like i will say one game is, is we have no information on it but what i would love to see is grand theft auto 6 i really enjoyed grand theft auto 5 oh and i i love games that like have a good story to it but then also have like a lot of replayability either in the campaign or in the multiplayer i think grand theft out of five has done that really well i think they're to the point where they're just milking a dead cow at this it point literally <laughs> so i'm ready True. i would love to see a new game from grand theft auto i think that would be fantastic and I don't who knows know. for sure if they actually are working on one i don't know how it hasn't come out yet it's now what year did tw- uh, gta 5 come out like 20 2013 yeah it's been seven years and you're still milking it? <laughs> I saw a meme. It was like um, PlayStation back then got like three different Grand Theft Autos. And it was like showing like all the different Grand Theft Auto games that came out on PlayStation 2. <laughs> and then it said now Grand Theft Auto 5 gets three different PlayStations because it's out on PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, and now PlayStation 5. Literally. It's, it's hilarious. You literally have a game spanning three console generations because it's been around for so long. I think at that point, you need to realize you're milking a dead cow. Just come out with a new <laughs> game already. Like, literally. They're like, oh my God, guys, guess what we came out with? More missions, new cars, and more guns. It's like, wow, that's only half. Oh, did um, we mention they're very expensive? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll be about uh, 12 million each. And, yeah. um,. Yeah, Good we've luck. only been doing that for 
you know, four years now. Uh, <laughs> and that's about the only new things that we've added. Thank you. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> that's so funny, but it's so true. Like, they were like, oh, yeah, GTA 6 coming out in 2020. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, you know, that's, I understand it, you know, a little far away, but cool. 2020 hits, nothing. Not a preview, <laughs> not a trailer, not anything literally nothing not a year that we're gonna get it not a date we could get it two years from now and not even know yeah <laughs> it's so funny but it's so true it really be like that that's gross it it'll it'd do be like that so well that game is going to do disgustingly well yeah definitely um okay so i actually have a question that has nothing to do with gta anything <laughs> okay um so we ask most people on the podcast this question and i would like to know your answer oh boy i'm scared no no no, you're good <laughs> um what inspires you and keeps you motivated um on a daily basis mm. that's a tough question that's a good question um man i definitely say what inspires me is seeing other people succeed a hundred percent like when i see videos of like people who have like worked so hard and seen that work pay off that really makes me want to like just jump after it so like for example when uh norden or phase rain upload his video you know showing off his audi r8 for the first time that made me want to just absolutely grind like seeing like all his hard work was paying off so well. Like, that was so inspiring for me. Or, like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, the former Red guys, like uh, Kiwis, uh, Random, and uh, mm -hmm. which we call Nick. Yep. Yeah, when they started 1%, seeing that new house and stuff they have and their, all their cars. Like, anytime I see stuff like that, I, I really don't get a sense of envy. For me, it's of it's a sense of, wow, that's awesome. I want to grind for that, too. Like, it really, like, motivates me to, to get out there and go work for it. Absolutely. Or even like I'm like obviously I do like film work and stuff like that. I work really well, or I really work a lot in media production and stuff like that. So like I like watching YouTubers. If you guys have ever heard of them, like Peter McKinnon, uh, Matty Apoya, and uh, Sam Colder, there's some really good filmmakers on YouTube. Anytime they put out new content and it's just fantastic, and I'm just watching through it, and I'm like, wow, this is just this is so good. I want to do stuff like this. It's, it really is not a sense of envy. It's like a sense of like, I want to be able to do that too. And it's really cool. And like, I'm glad that I don't have that sense, but it also gets a little discouraging. Cause I'm like, I want to go do that. And I'm like, Oh, I can't do that right now. I, I don't have thousands of dollars to travel around the world right now, but it's cool. You'll stuff like that. that definitely is my motivation. That's Just awesome. seeing people succeed. Um, something that kind of ties into that as well. Um, so I don't know. Have you listened to any one of our podcasts? You can be honest. You can say yes or no. I've listened through parts of them, but I haven't been able to make it through all of them. I've started okay. listening to podcasts at work though, when I'm working on like, uh, stuff that like, it's like me work, like actual physical working stuff. So mm -hmm. I definitely need to go back and freshen up on most of those. <laughs> no, no, you're good. I was just asking. So, um, there's this one episode that we talked about like mental health altogether mm -hmm. and why it's a taboo topic and blah 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 and i'm not gonna like jump into that but i wanted yeah. to know what you do um when you're having a bad day when you're just really not like you're really not having it everything's going wrong what do you do in terms of like turning that around and feeling better afterwards man what a question um i'm i'm right there with you though like i i think it's i th i really appreciate you guys are taking like an initiative to talk about mental health because like honestly we see it every day on twitter like you know especially in uh the gaming community how much like people's mental health can really mess with people mm -hmm. and how bad it can be for some people so first of all applaud you guys for talking about it and i i hope more people will take the initiative to talk about it but um <laughs> the thing for me personally it, it kind of depends like sometimes it depends on like what kind of is like putting me in a mood or like what is frustrating me or what is messing up my mentality um so like if i'm frustrated with work you know or if um work is just emotionally draining me obviously my first instinct is to kind of separate myself from work and just kind of pull myself away from that so like 
something I might do is I might get, I might go play video games. I might just hang out with my friends, like go do something, which can't do that right now because of COVID. <laughs> but um, <laughs> for another thing, I um I was really happy about that I got this this summer or like last April is I bought a motorcycle. Um, sorry, mom, but uh, just being <laughs> able to something like that, just something I can just relax and just take my mind off everything and just be free for me that that's awesome and that's a big escape it's really just any type of escape for me so like you know whether it's riding the motorcycle playing video games sometimes i like to just go in my room shut my door blast music and play guitar like stuff like that anything that's like a type of escape is usually how i deal with any type of emotional or just frustration with my mental state that's good kind of like a distraction something that makes you happy basically yeah Exactly. That's awesome. I'm glad you don't dwell on shitty situations or negativity at all. Well, I'll definitely say that I used to a lot. And, like, especially, I'm just going to be blunt, like, with relationships and stuff like that. That used to absolutely emotionally drain me when I was, like, in middle school, high school, and even early years of college. But um, it sucks having going through a lot of that. There were a lot of low points in my life, especially in high school and college. But... I'm so happy where I am now because of those low points. I know how I can better mentally get through situations like that or even just avoid those situations altogether. Like not to get too much of my personal life. Like, for example, a couple weeks ago, there's a girl I was talking to and things went not the way I wanted them to. But if I if this was like high school, Clayton, emotional wreck, like on the verge of complete mental breakdown, possibly suicidal, like honestly so distraught but now because of like all my past experiences and stuff i'm like yeah that sucks that in the day that sucked but i'm able to kind of mentally get through that and know that like yeah that day sucked but tomorrow i'm not going to worry about that i'm going to do focus on my next upcoming days and just kind of look forward to what you can do in the future and kind of be enjoy yourself much better through that that's awesome and it takes a lot to it's almost like building yourself up past that to the point where like you know you can do that and mm-hmm. make yourself you know get past that kind of thing and i'm glad that you did it sooner than later because some people it's you know it's hard it's i mean i can definitely attest to that it's definitely very difficult so and obviously that's that's and i'll preface by saying that's not the case for everybody you know like everyone handles stuff differently that's just hap- that just happened to be what was best for me. But I would definitely say to people, try to find what, if like anyone came to you or if anyone is looking for type of advice, like how to handle those situations. Um, First of all, realize, you know, that, you know, you're, the bad times are going to help you get through other bad times in the future, which is awesome. Yeah. So don't be discouraged because you're going through a bad time. Know <laughs> that that pain or frustration or whatever is going to help you be a better person down the road and like that's cliche but it is 100 percent true Absolutely. um and always just you know try to find what you either can use as a distraction or what can take your mind off of the negativity and really just kind of focus on the positives of everything and again Absolutely. i know that's different for every person <laughs> absolutely but i mean that's what truly matters and mm-hmm. it's it's definitely. crazy but i'm i'm definitely glad that you got to that point shit bro and again it's it's not easy it's like like i said i struggled for a long time in high school and college it took years to get to this point but so don't people for anyone who's discouraging that don't feel like it's gonna happen overnight it's it's literally a process it takes a while absolutely um so we will be wrapping this up we're uh we're almost at an hour but i would like to ask you (laughs) um who would you like to see on the podcast you can give us oh, multiple dude. people, but who would be your number one? You want to hear this podcast? Who is it? I don't. Number one, I'm I'm gonna give like a, a realistic number one, and then one that maybe not like totally unrealistic, but one I would would be absolutely fantastic. Okay. Um, more realistic one. I want Jinx on the, this podcast. Rick, <laughs> you gotta come on here at some point, boy. I I want to see Rick on here. I think that would be so much fun. Absolutely. Um, a little on the unrealistic side, just because I'm not sure what all is going on in their life right now. But Norton, I'd love to see Norton on this podcast too. Oh. I think that would be fantastic. Yeah, I definitely. That's the dream. <laughs> right. I would love to talk to him and kind of like get a sense of what he kind of went through, and then 
just kind of see the backgrounds of his life recently that would be amazing for me just seeing from an outside perspective like it's it really puts you know into perspective of like just everything that life can do to people you know like from the outside you know youtubers and celebrities look like they're living the dream but just seeing it like from him and everything he's talked about like on social media you know it's not just you know the perfect life it really isn't Absolutely. so I know it was hard for him to go through a lot of that, but I 100% love the fact that he's been open with everybody about it because it puts everyone's perspective into reality. So I would, like like you said, I would love to just kind of hear from him more in depth everything he's gone through. I think that would be fantastic. And then obviously I hope, I wish nothing but the best for him. I hope he continues to do better. I, I think, I definitely think he's going to recover soon. At least I hope so. I definitely wish the best for him. Same. Same. Well, Wolfster, we really do appreciate it. And um, is there anyone that anything you'd like to plug? You know, your YouTube, Twitter, <laughs> what you got, what Dude, you got I, for us? I would plug stuff if I consistently <laughs> uploaded or stream, but yeah. I, I can't do that. Just follow me on Twitter at Wolfster, but um, with three R's. I got to throw that out there with three, three R's. R's. He'll be in but the, I just uh, want to say, like, I really appreciate y'all having me on. Like, this was a lot of fun, and I really enjoy stuff like this. And I, I hope you guys continue to make dope podcasts, which I know you guys will. Dope episodes. We appreciate it. Appreciate it 100%. Thank you. Yeah, man. Much for coming on. Sorry, I had to unplug because my family's loud as fuck, <laughs> <laughs> and they won't shut up. But, hey, it's been a blast. And I was like, yeah, we got to get Clay on here. Got to get him on here. And we did it. And I'm so happy about it. Heck, yeah. I was, so, I'm, like I said, so happy to be on here. So, everyone, give him a follow. Show some love. Looks, his Woo! links will be down below on Spotify users. Wolfster with three R's. On Twitter. <laughs> All the R's. Wolfster. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, well, thank you again, Clay. I appreciate it. Tom appreciates yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. I really do.